after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Welcome back to 88.3 WCTs. After further review, I'm Derek Lawson here with Frank Vashner. We're back in the studio on the live feed. He has shared it. My brother's watching it. The scorekeeper for my uh, JV basketball team, Sarah, is even watching a little bit. So we got to give a shout out to our little our little fans there. Also, another fan, uh, Bo, says she liked it. So we got some fans on here. And any of your fans, as you got your backwards Blissfield hat on, even though I thought you do stuff for Dundee basketball. Uh, Blissfield, I do stuff for their summer baseball. Is that why you won't be here a couple of weeks? You're doing stuff with Blissfield? Yeah, for I'll be announcing uh, an Amer- American Legion uh, tournament, the Wolverine Invitational that Blissfield Post 325 is hosting. Mm-hmm. And then the following weekend, uh, I'll be on the mic for uh, the Bailey Chiropractic Invitational, which is their, <laughs> basically their junior team hosts. Hosts, uh, Greg Saylor. One of Larry Tuttle's assistants asked me to do that. The Bailey Chiropractic. Chiropractic. Yeah, Bailey Chiropractic is a local business in Blissfield. Ah, so they try to get that business out there. So if you get hurt on the field, make sure you go to the chiropractic. Yeah, they, I guess they sponsor uh, Blissfield Athletics. So oh, Okay, so you are a very busy man. Always on the mic, in the studio, and also out there with your talents. You're like basically the Blissfield Dundee Mason from the Pistons. <laughs> Except I'm not. I don't. I usually have to dial it down a little bit. Oh, I got to dial it down. For unless, unless I'm, it's just like non-seasoned potato salad, right? Unless, uh, unless of course I will, I'm doing a, a charity flag football event where I don't have to abide by so many rules. I can kind of have a little bit more fun. What do you mean rules? What's the rules? Eh, I can't show. Too much favoritism. And I can't make uh, and I can't uh, make jokes about stuff that happened. Wait a minute. In Dundee, you can't obviously you can't make jokes. But I thought with Dundee basketball, since you're the home announcer, can't you show favoritism towards Dundee? I have to be low key about it. Really? Because places in Ohio, that's totally. Well, if, you, if you're the home team, we've had some announcers that'll scream in the mic, you know, or you know, get a. You could tell there's emphasis on the kids. I name. might put a little bit more, but it's just like it's probably just enough where only I'll notice it. Okay, you're not like three point field goal. Uh, no, I'm that for Dundee. No, or- I mean, granted, uh, there might be, t- of course, during uh, during baseball season, there might be times where I might. Uh, I might play a, I might play a song. I might do a little bit of uh, trolling, like I might play uh, some Rick Astley if a team's getting Rick rolled. Right? Yeah, that's true. You, you, you uh, or well, stanky leg, huh? Well, well, well. I think it was a game. Blissfield was beaten up on uh, somebody, and the fans were getting from the opposing team were getting way too uh, chirpy. Mm-hmm. I would still start playing, uh, play some. 
starts laying wheels on the bus. I'm like, I'm not stupid that low. No, I might wheels take... on the bus. Yeah, what song is that? I've never heard. I that. don't. Let's. Uh, well... The wheels on the bus go around. Yeah, that. Oh, because they were getting basically start the bus. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, I get that. So you can you can kind of play with the music and you can have it's a little bit more fun. Are you like the and one guys? Like ooh baby. Uh no. Well, when I was doing the. Uh... Doing the uh, charity flag football at uh, oh charity flag football okay. at at Ida a couple a few weeks back. Dang. Heck, uh, I was ha- I was having a little bit more fun. I was having a little bit more fun with it. I because for one, I didn't really care who I didn't really care who won if they made a nice play. I well, yeah, it's flag football. I yeah, mean, and, and plus there was and plus it was all, it was all going to a good cause as well. Okay, what was the good cause? Chiropractor? It, no, it was for uh, Dylan Lewis, a oh. candidate who's been battling cancer. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. So they nice. I mean they ra- they ended up raising a good good amount of money for him and the team that ended up winning it all was a bunch of guys who played at Monroe High School. Mm-hmm. And instead of keeping the trophy, they said, "You know what? We're going to give it, we're going to donate it to Dylan." Wow. I, I thought I thought that was a class act by them. And where was this at Blissfield? No, this was at Ida, oh, my Ida. alma mater. Okay. Oh yes, because you. But by the way, he his alma mater is Ida, but he does stuff for Dundee. So basically, he is known as Frank Benedict Arnold. Basher. Well, all I can say is, uh, is Ida missed their opportunity. Oh, oh, okay. I thought maybe you just went over to Dundee because you were upset or something. No, it was nothing. Anyone that says anyone that tries to tell you that they're just giving you fake news, fake news. All right, or nothing burger there. Yeah, yes, yeah, another term that we have here on After Further View, nothing burger. And it, like I said, you can always listen to us on our podcast on SoundCloud, which is WXUT's After Further Review, or if you have an iPhone, which I believe is the best phone that you can have. I am not an Android user, no hate there, but me and Frank are iPhone users. You can listen to us right in your pocket. Make sure you go over to the iTunes app and look at After Further Review. It's got a picture of Frank Vashner wearing the horse's head. <laughs> and uh, now that we're getting into this, I know this isn't the music anymore. I know that they play this now on college uh, basketball for Fox. Oh, Round Ball Rock. Yes. Yes. I've actually heard a live version of this, and it's really awesome. Yeah, who who, who composed this? John Tesh. That's right. John Tesh composed this. Yeah, I actually, think this is the best music for NBA basketball. You got that right. Yeah. I don't think ABC... Well, ABC is not bad. I, I actually like it. But to compare, if you're a hoop head and you're a little older, because the NBA on NBC stopped in 2002. It went from 1990 to 2002. And yeah. this was the music that they had. And this was in the prime of my childhood, you know. And uh, I, I used to love this music. Unfortunately, John Tesh composed it. He wasn't bad. He was also on Entertainment Tonight. But yeah. there's always the John Tesh jokes by Jay Leno. So, yeah. But this is really a good a good theme here. Think so? Which is better, this one or the ESP, ESPN ABC one? You got to go with the Round Ball Rock. Why, is, why are you calling it the Round Ball that's actually, Rock? That's actually its uh, official title. Really? Yeah. I thought it was NBA on NBC. Well, the the the, the actual name is Round Ball Rock, and he uh, allowed NBC to use it for right, their NBA obviously. coverage. Yeah. And now he's letting them use it for Fox Sports College Basketball uh, yeah. coverage. By the way, Toledo's very own Jimmy Jackson is a, a color analyst and in-studio host for their uh, Round Ball Rock <laughs> on FS1 and Fox Sports on the regular Mothership Network. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
Mm, actually, I should look up that uh, um, ESPN one because I like the ESPN with the finals. And we are here in the finals. And if I were to tell you at the beginning of the playoffs back in April that the Warriors would be down 3-1 to the Raptors, you'd probably slap me and call me Charlie, even though my name's not Charlie. Because that is what it is right now. As basically the Raptors went in there, I think they won one hundred five to ninety two. Yeah, and it it's not looking too good for uh, the Raptors at all. Excuse me for the Warriors at all. Uh, and uh, some people are saying that the dynasty is crumbling in front of us. Injuries. Uh, think about it. They've gone to what five straight finals. Let's see, fourteen. Yeah, there's five fifth, straight because they're going for their fourth no, not, title. Not, not, not in fourteen. Uh. They 15, 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. And they lost in 16 down 3-1. They were up 3-1 and then. uh, 3-1 to the, and then the Cavs were down 3-1. And they're the only team in NBA Finals history so far to come back from 3-1. Yeah. But I, I I mean, I honestly thought that regardless of what happened, I thought that this was probably going to be it for the dynasty because for one, you have. You have a. There's all this talk that Kevin Durant's gonna go to New York, which I mean, take that well, for what. Take it for what it's worth. Well, you're gonna have to see what is Kevin Durant's injury. That's gonna be the question, right there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an Achilles. I, I, I think it's an Achilles. There's, there's no way you can tell me with all the treatment that they get and how. And I've, I've had a. They'll be honest with you. They're, they're top pros, so they get the best treatment in the world. And Clay Thompson played pretty well for somebody that, uh, uh basically popped a, a hamstring because those things hurt it feels like someone has shot you in the back of the leg and you can't push off the leg yeah. so with Durant having that calf injury yeah they said it was worse than what it really is but I thought he'd at least be back by now if he really wanted to play and if he doesn't play we'll probably fight, later find out that it was the kids because they're saying the ice is not on the actual calf is actually below, right in between the heel and the calf. Oof. And if you, as you know anything about Achilles heels, when it pops, it rolls up. Yeah. To the either the calf muscle, or if it's not too bad of a tear, it might roll up and only get to the halfway point between the calf and the heel. Yeah, I think I think the latter is something that may have happened to my pastor when he was playing. Although he he didn't have to have surgery to fix his. Right. Well. If you if, if it pops totally, remember it rolls up. Yeah. So you gotta unroll it yeah, and bring it, it down. Did, I don't think his popped completely. Right. Just, right. Yeah. I think that, that to, could that could happen too. So thoughts? Well, I think when you, I'd say this has probably been the Kawhi Leonard's coming out party. I mean, he I think he's definitely put himself as at the he's put himself for one of the best, for probably the best player in the NBA, up there with LeBron and KD. He, I mean, 36-point performance last night. I mean, obviously we've seen, I mean, Pascal. Efficient 36 yeah. points. Yes. I mean, I think Pascal Siakam, I mean, did, it, did anybody who's not a basketball junkie know who this guy was before? The, these playoffs started. Pascal Siakam. I mean, you. Hey, all right. If you, you weren't probably, about, yeah, you're right. You, no. I mean, you probably knew who he was, right. but I mean, like the uh, the average basketball fan probably didn't even know who was like, who the hell is this Siakam guy? He's been making plays. I mean, Marcus Gasol. I think he. I think we're seeing that why he's one of the best uh, passing centers of all time. I'm. Um, 
I mean, Kyle Lowry, he's been. I thought this was. I thought Lowry was going to be in for a tough go. Having if he was going to be matched up on Steph Curry, but so far they he hasn't had to do that. And of course, another thing too you don't realize is when the war in 2016 when the Warriors were playing the Spurs, you had Leonard and Danny Green who were still on the Spurs. And they were giving the Warriors fits until Zaza Pachulia decided to go karate kid on Kawhi Leonard. Well, he stuck his foot, you know, under his, and then that's what, and then that basically led to the injury that yeah. kind of let him out the next season. So you're right, and that is true. Danny Green was, you know, was on the Spurs, so they're trying to get a little bit of redemption now. Yeah, and isn't that kind of crazy that the Raptors didn't they have? Then weren't they number one in the East last year? Had Coach of the Year. Yeah. And got rid of the coach of the year, promote Nick Nurse, get rid of DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. And Danny Green. Yeah. yeah. And now they're in the finals. And people were saying, well, that was dumb. And now look at it. Well, it's a bit it's a business. Still though, how many how many teams would have, I guess, the cojones or the balls to after having a great season, for one to have the coach of the year and fire him? Because, you know, there was a lot of backlash for firing Dwayne Casey, who's now in Detroit, where <laughs> this this becomes the question. And I've asked my friends this. How much really is coaching involved when it comes to pro sports? Does this Was Dwayne Casey a bad coach? I mean, he got coach of the year. Yeah. But Nick Nurse has gotten him to the finals. Or Kawhi Leonard really has gotten him to the finals. Yeah. But then again, he's done a box and one on Steph Curry, which Steph called it janky. And, 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 <laughs> well, let's be honest, no one does, doesn't really – you quit doing a box and one probably after fifth grade or sixth grade basketball. But some have said that because of Nick Nurse's you know, offensive ingenuity, and he's been around – he's been a coach for over 30 years. I mean, he's a rookie NBA head coach, but he's a very innovative coach and he knows how to relate to players – they said Dwayne Casey's not a bad coach, but it was just that Nick Nurse was that coach that got him to the next level, just like Phil Jackson got the Bulls to the next level after Doug Collins. Yeah. I would Crazy, have, isn't it? Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Because some people say, well, what about Eric Spolstra? He got two rings with LeBron, but people say LeBron coached that team. Well, and also Pat Riley was the GM. Yeah, but still, at the end of the day, though, where where can you give credit to the coach? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming like, from. Because, like, is Nick Nurse going to get really, really, really credit for with this team? I mean, let's face it, Kawhi Leonard is better than DeMar DeRozan. Even though DeMar DeRozan yeah. did say he set the foundation there and he is the Raptors' all-time leading scorer because he's, you know, played there a little bit longer. But the fact of the remains is that picking up Kawhi Leonard, I think, was the guy that put them over the top. Exactly. And I think you also have to give a call to Serge Ibaka for Serge Ibaka. He had twenty. Yeah, twenty off the bench. Yes, he did, and he he only had eighteen all three games combined before that. Yeah, yeah, and he, even I think Fred Van Vliet's been a really done a really nice job too coming off the bench. I think I think ever since his. I think before his son was born, he just seemingly couldn't hit water if he was standing on a boat dock in the middle of a lake. Who vet Fred Van Fleet? Yeah, he lost some chicklets like a NHL hockey player. Yeah, but he 
the guy, but he didn't get a concussion, which is a good thing. Right, right. And he was going off for the block, and Livingston hit him with the old skinny, sharp elbow. Yeah, that didn't feel good. Uh, well, how do you know it didn't feel good? You know the uh, one that got hit with the elbow. I mean, getting. I mean, ask anyone who's been hit there. It's not going to feel good. What was crazy was he was laying there, and the blood just started gushing out. But he said he 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 said, and I know this feeling because I've had chipped teeth before. He could feel the teeth in his mouth, and he didn't want to swallow them. He wanted to keep it around. And there was actually a piece of his tooth on the ground. Oof. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that or not, or on the floor. I didn't see that, but. It was just gushing out. Like he was laying there really calm, and next thing you know, he hit him really good. And usually, when you get hit around the eye area, yeah. something's with the face, it's very sensitive. You get hit there, it just starts gushing blood. Yeah, it'll, yeah it splits very easily, and then yeah. you got to get stitched up. Well, I don't know if I would get stitched up. I don't like stitches because then it leaves like a mark and stuff. Yeah. Put some Vaseline on it and an ice pack and call it a day and let it heal up itself. Yeah. But by the way, I, I think here's my analysis with the Warriors. And I don't know if you'll agree with me or not. Um, well, now we know they need KD. I mean, the last few playoff series, um, uh, obviously they kind of went through Portland. But I think Portland just was not ready, mentally ready. They needed that next step to get to the, the, the get past the Warriors. Plus, they're they're short. You can't have McCollum and Lillard being the main focal points on the offense. You need a third guy and someone well, that's nerd, inside. Well, nerd. Nurkic was out with an injury. Right, obviously with the broken leg. But Cantor did pretty good to fill in for him. But yeah. when you're going against the juggernaut, the Warriors, that that happens. Um, I, I think, what have we said on this show? Let's, let's prod your memory. What have we said on this show when you get further and further in the playoffs? It doesn't matter what sport. Who are the most important guys that need to step up? I this would... is easy. I've said it. I've said it for the last three or four years. I'm, you know, uh, for some reason I keep thinking it's your role players. Bingo! Good job, okay. Frank. Uh-huh. We all know the superstars are going to show up. Exactly. We we know Kawhi's going to show up. We know Clay Thompson's going to show up. We know that Steph's going to show up. Now, obviously, Durant Durant didn't show up. You know, yeah, he's, he, he's been injured. Um, also, some people are asking why he's not on the bench. I guess there's limited room on the bench, um, and he won't sit there, so he sits in the back. Um, but, yeah, the role players have not really stepped up. I mean, the one game that they did win, Boogie Cousins had a great game, and then and obviously uh, Andre And Andre Iguodala was hit a big le- shot. Yeah, le- they've been— doesn't, Yeah, well, he got, le- he got left wide open. Well, they were in scramble— well, Yeah, you know. You're in scramble mode, and let's face it, give Livingston a lot of credit. He made yeah. a great play. He came and he met did. the pass. Guys were overplaying. They're playing that box and one. Yeah. And they and I would— I leave Iguodala open. If, if it's between Steph Curry and Iguodala, I'm going to take my chances with Iguodala. So they exactly. let him hit the shot. But the fact of the matter is he still had to hit the shot. He did, and you know what? It was a good shot. So yeah, It was a very good shot. Uh, but I, I really think that the in, in, instead of in years past, there hasn't been guys to be stepping up for them. And and that's what's really ki- killing the Warriors. I mean, think about it. Steph had 47 in Game 3, and they still lost. I mean, let's face it. If most teams, if a guy has 47, you can eke out a win. But they've basically have been MIA, and especially DeMarcus Cousins. If DeMarcus Cousins could have gave them what he gave them in Game 2 throughout this series, it probably would be 2-2. Yeah, but I, I think uh, Boogie's just been run out of gas, though. 
True. He hasn't been playing that much. He's had the injuries. Yeah. It's, it is I mean, high intensity, and he is a big guy. And he, and even when they signed him, everyone was like, oh my goodness, Golden State's got five All-Stars. Well, we have to remember, Boogie's not... This isn't the same Boogie Cousins that... Was with the sat when he was with the Sacramento Kings, and you could pretty much count on a double double from him on a regular basis. True, he was coming off of an Achilles injury, wasn't as quick. Heck, I mean, he could probably still give you like a good, a good fifteen minutes off the bench. Hench, but last night he really wasn't much of a factor. Only had six points in fifteen minutes. Was three of six from the field and finished with a minus four rating. Yeah, I is now the question is we've asked this is the dynasty over? I I thought it was going to be over regardless of what happened. How? Well, I mean, you think you think about you hear all the Kevin Durant rumors. Is he going to I mean, this was assu- assuming he recovers from the injury just fine. Is he going to go to New York? I mean, that's seemingly all the chatter that's going around. He's going to go play for the Knicks. Or, but then again, I have people tell me, say, no, he's going to stay put. I mean, what do you believe? I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm not guaranteeing that he's going to go to New York. But, it's not, but, I mean, there's chatter that he's going to go over there. I mean, Clay Thompson's a pending free agent. He's going to be due a lot of money. Uh, Kevon Looney is going to be doing a pretty hefty raise too. Who? So there, there's. Hmm. I think I, I could see uh, some changes being made, made in Oakland this past se- this summer. So, and plus I, but I do believe that uh, this NBA offseason, buckle up. There's going to be a lot of movement. Wait a minute. Don't have rights to this music, but I, the dynasty is it over? I don't know. Here's what I think about the Durant thing. He can't win at this at all. I think what might happen is if the Warriors lose, he might re up for one more year try to at least redeem themselves and win a championship I can see that competitiveness or he leaves now I don't know if he's going to New York he could be going to the Clippers he could go going to the uh, Knicks some are saying that uh, he could be going to the Brooklyn Nets with uh, uh, with Kyrie, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving I think with him and he seems very sensitive a lot of people are kind of taken away from his mystique as a player because he went and joined some other All-Stars and won the finals. Got two finals MVPs, but people are seeing that he was actually a really important piece to winning the finals. So you can't take that away from him. Exactly. But some people are saying it's kind of like the LeBron effect. LeBron went to Miami. Yeah, you won two rings, but you really solidified yourself as an all-time great by bringing a championship to the home team of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So some are saying that maybe Kevin Durant should go to New York, not go to Brooklyn because it looks like you're following Kyrie, but go to a team, bring in another free agent with you, and win it on your own and say, you know what, I did this. 
that's how some people are, are, are viewing it. I still view view him as a great player. I think right now he's probably the best player in the league, barring injury. It's kind of odd that uh, Kawhi, or not Kawhi, but uh, Kevin and LeBron got injured in the same year, and they're probably the two best players in the league. Yeah. But Steph, close third. Uh, but like I said. Don't I'm, I'm starting to see it, though. The, the dynasty is crumbling. We do know for a fact, though, they're going to have to get rid of some players. <laughs> well, They're going to have to re-up here because... Yeah, because a, a lot of their role... I mean, I mentioned Kevon Looney is prob- is going to be do a pretty hefty raise. So I think he's going to... I think he's a mid-level exception. Well, what did he do? I mean, come on. Guys like Livingston are going to retire. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, he's older. I mean, it's kind of crazy that he's like basically my age. Guys my age are actually retiring from the NBA. Yeah. Makes me feel super old because I remember when we were young. Um, Obviously, this is his last go around. Iguodala maybe can a little bit in the tank, but he's on empty too. He's around my age, by the yeah. way. Uh, he, he's on E almost. Uh, Quinn Cook could be a rising guy. He, yeah, Quinn, Quinn Cook was picked up off the scrap heap. I don't know if I would say the scrap heap. He was in their developmental league. So. Yeah, he was. But let's see what like, before we go in. Let's, let's let's see what Doris Burke had to say. And this is just observationally from the sideline, and I think our guys at the table did touch on this. Golden State looks exhausted to me. I thought yep. Steph down the stretch of that game. There were multiple times in transition defense where guys were walking up the floor. They couldn't quite. You know, change ends as fast as they could. Listen, this has been a long, hard run over these five years, and I feel like there's a little bit of wear and tear. Can they respond in Game Six like champs? Let's see. Or excuse me, Game Five. Well, Let's that's see. true, and, and I'm with you. Listen, you could be the champ, but there's only so many uh, punches you can absorb. And this Toronto team—they're the ones delivering the shots. They're the ones delivering the punches, and now they've got 48 minutes to, to, for a parade. And Scott, I got to tell you something. There is this incredible scene happening right now. This this is a country so hungry and thirsty. There is an enormous group of Toronto Raptors fans. There's tons of signs. Wow. We the North. I mean, it's it is such a compelling scene. I know they're going nuts back in Jurassic Park. Thirty-seven million people in the country of Canada. Forget hockey town. We're talking about basketball, Scott. Well, that well, that's. Let, let's be clear. We're looking inside that's Oracle horrible. right now. That's not <laughs> Jurassic Park. That's Oracle. That's remarkable, and it is. It's one more win. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, uh, you know, Doris brought something up that it, it it's something that I've said in the past. The Warriors have played a lot of basketball over the last. Oh yeah, five, many, yeah, yeah, five years. They've gone to the five. They've gone to five straight finals, which means that they've played basically over 110 games. Yeah, that's a lot of games. Yeah, because the whole thing, playing a lot of games. I mean, it was referenced. Well, LeBron went to eight though. Yeah. It, well, I mean, that was it. Was also referenced with the the bad boys and their thirty for thirty. When they well, went that's to, every uh, except the Bulls, where the management really broke it up. But if you look at the Celtics, the Lakers, the Pistons, yeah, even even I guess you would say even even the Heat, that toll of just going till June, it takes its toll at the end. And yeah, you, and you're right. It's, yeah. it'll it, it sucks a lot out of you, and it's, it, I think more or less it sucks a lot out of you when guys are injured, and now it's like okay, we need to yeah. put more on, on your plate, and they're putting you know you know I think really. 
Curry exhausted himself in Game Three, and and I think they, I think the Warriors, they were saving themselves. I think when people look back on this series, they're going to look back at Game Three. If Clay Thompson could have been able to go or at least show up on the court and contribute a little bit of something, the Warriors probably could have pulled it off. Now, some people are saying that they were kind of looking far ahead and saying, you know what, this is a throwaway game. We'll let Clay rest. Then we'll get him in game four. Right now, Steph, you go all out in game three. Now it makes you say, did he lose use all his energy in game three because he was horrible behind the line? He had a pretty decent line so far as stat-wise, but I think he was minus 11 in player plus yes. minus uh, efficiency. Minus 11 in efficiency, 9 of 22 from the field, yeah. 2 of 9 from the long nine. line. Yeah. So it, and, it, I mean, and, there, and there's been games where I've seen him uncharacteristically miss free throws. I mean, look, he was I know he was 7 from 8 last night. But there's been times where he, you see him miss more than one free throw, and it's like, well, Please damn. Human. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I know. I'm not, you know I'm Mark not, Price missed a free throw. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not saying he's got to make every free throw, but when he misses like three or more in a game, you start to wonder, it's like, oh, is he just having a bad night? Or I, Yeah, and I think that. And plus, with you being a shooter, that's another thing too. And and they've been Fred Van Fleet has been chasing him around with the boxing one. And even some people say, even though he got forty seven in Game Three, he's looked a he's actually had a really good series. I'm kind of I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been kind of rooting for the Warriors, and I've wanted Steph for one to get four rings, for two not to do it with the Durant, and for three to at least get a Finals MVP because Steph Curry gets hated on. I mean, because he's of slight build. Yeah. I think also because he's got the nice guy role. Everybody yeah, loved everybody loved Iverson and he didn't win jack crap. But this guy here, Steph Curry, he does you know, he Yeah, he does he he says all the right, right things. things. Professional, he, great teammate, yeah. allowed Kevin Durant to come in and he kinda took a back seat to Kevin Durant to get his shine on. And then we go around and we celebrate a guy. No, like I said, I like Allen Iverson, he's a dog, but we're celebrating oh, yeah. a guy that we're talking about practice. Yeah, not a game. Not, not a, a game. game. We're talking about practice. practice. And he would go. And hell, when he was in Detroit, he'd skip out, and go to the casino and gamble. Exactly. And yeah, he did. He was. I heard he was at the Motor <laughs> City Casino a lot after games. Uh, that, that that is the rule. The rumor up there when he was in Detroit that he he, he was he was he was putting down a lot of bones. But that's what I wanted to see. That that was the fan in me. Now the analyst in me is, is, is seeing that Toronto is, is playing scrappy, and like I said, this is this is you got to re up with the Golden State War. Dray, Draymond Green looks exhausted. You know they're trying. You know they're trying to fake it. You know which is cool. I like the thing about Golden State. At least they're trying to fake the confidence. You know at least they're not saying you know we're the champs and you're gonna have to come and you know grab this trophy out of our hands. Yeah, but. You can tell, I think, in their faces. Some people said that was the quietest the locker room has been in the last five years. They all got out of there. I, I think maybe they can get a win at the Raptors, but they do know that there's little room for error. And and, and, and I will say this. This is how great of a dynasty they've been. They've been able to basically screw around and still win games. Now it's like you can't do that. And they yeah. do know also that in 2016 they did throw away the championship. Yeah, <laughs> they threw they threw it away. I mean, just like that little uh, I guess gif or meme where I think 
think Steph tried to throw a behind-the-back pass in Game 7, a crucial time, and he threw it away, and then someone made the ball into the championship trophy that <laughs> threw the, cha- oh, yeah, <laughs> threw the trophy away. Uh, so I, I really think that – I don't think the, the dynasty could be over. Um, I think if they do lose, I could see just Kevin Durant doing a one-year deal and then trying to come back and redeem themselves. I, I really want to see – I, I nothing like, no hate on Toronto. They are the North, and and, and, yeah. and and it's good to see that Toronto's doing well after twenty four years. I remember when they they came into the league as an expansion team and drafted uh, Damon Stoudemire as their first ever draft pick. But like I said, maybe because I'm a guard and I love Steph's game, I, I think that he gets disrespected a lot, and I, and he's having a great series, and I just want to see him win a championship. Yeah, that that too. I mean, it's a but also, I think uh, here, here's here's something I ask you: Does Kawhi Leonard stay in Toronto? Because he he's he's a pending free agent as well. Oh, I know. And some people are saying is is it if now if Toronto wins this, I think for sure he stays. Ju- no, Jury is going to be getting GM of the year to get the one year rental to pull the trigger, get rid of someone that was yeah. Beloved. I definitely think Masai Jury should get Jury. G- yeah, Jury should get the, the to get the one year rental and you get the chip. Can you believe that? Yeah, one year rental. I mean that takes a lot. Like you really had, and that shows you in life. Sometimes you got to bet on yourself. Too many people always bet on others and games and horses. Which, by the way, the Belmont uh, stakes are is, today. Is today, but people bet on other things and try to try to win stuff. Sometimes in life, you just need to bet on yourself, and you become the ultimate winner, and and you can you know profit off of that. And he bet on himself and his GM skills, and yeah, wow, winner winner chicken dinner. Yeah, but I I think now that Kawhi's seen how the fans are in Toronto, especially during the playoffs, that don't mean nothing. I mean, it's that don't mean you're kind. I mean, look, Toronto's the type of city that's you get that type of spotlight that you'd get in a New York or in L.A. I mean, it's not. I mean, granted, it gets colder than you know what in the winter time, but they're not there though. That's the thing. During the NBA season, you're on a plane. That's why I don't understand why they always talk about, well, I got to live here and there. During the season, you're not even there. Think about it. During the heart of the when it's really cold outside, you're probably on a road trip because it's probably a circus in town or some rodeo in town. Yeah, the at Spurs the rodeo right. trip. And, and, well, that's in November. But all, all arenas have something that they have some kind of dog or pony show that they got to do or the or, or auto the show. Maple, or the Maple Leafs have a long homestand. Right. Once in a while, but a lot of times you're not even there. You're not even there half the time during the season. So during your off season, it's in the summer. Yeah. I, I think that's just a bunch of BS. When people talk about why well, it is cold outside, no, you're not even there half the time. Your your main time of business is during the winter months. You're not even there. Think about it. you got 41 home games, and there's a stretch. Some teams November, but majority, if you're not the Spurs, where between January and February, you are on a long road trip. And within that road trip, you're probably going to be hitting the state of Texas, the state of Arizona, and California if you're an Eastern Conference team. And if you live in the South, the weather's already pretty decent there. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything about them, well, it's cold outside, because guess what? You just don't want to be there. That's all it is. Yeah. You want to be in the popular spots, like Jimmy Butler. He's always in L.A. L.A. is the place to be. Woo! The only reason why I think they think that Kawhi might be leaving is because he's from L.A., which is okay. 
And and like I said, right now, for a lot of NBA players during the offseason, they're all going to L.A. But I guess my thing is, like I said, you're not you're not home. You're living out of a duffel. You're living out of a suitcase. So what the hell does it matter about the weather where you live? It's true. I mean, think about it. I think I I would be more mad about this. Could you imagine on a road trip? I mean, it it, it does kind of suck. Sucks for all teams. Go down to Miami, and then you got to make a road trip up to Detroit or something. I mean, you you explain. Think about it. The, the extreme. Temperatures and jet lag and plane lag and all that. I know. I think your body gets used to it, but the fact of the matter is, like I said, you're never there. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of those other towns, pro athletes get into trouble. Miami's a trouble spot. LA's a trouble. If you want to be all partying and being seen, I don't think you're really serious about your career. True. Anything else? Well, like I said, this off season is going to be very interesting. Get your popcorn ready. I think there's. Well, what's really interesting? What, what the only main uh, two main guys that we're really going to be thinking about is Kevin Durant, and Kyrie. We know Kyrie is going to be done in, uh, in basically in Boston. I, I don't I think, think so too. I don't think he's going back to Leprechaun Land. He no, but it's it's going to be interesting to see. So come June come June thirtieth at six o'clock. That's when the fun commences. <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, it actually June thirtieth. That's why I said June thirtieth. Oh, okay. Six p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, they they moved it back a little bit, so you you can get into the fun. But that I, you you know what? The NBA is the only sport I think where the off season news headlines keep the sport relevant. It's actually the one sport where their summer league is really important. Yeah, you know, and another thing too. Everybody talks about L.A. and Miami, but a lot of people end up in Vegas. That's where, if you want to be seen, is going to Vegas for the summer league. That's where the wheeling and dealing is made. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they don't have a team in Las Vegas. I mean, they have a WNBA team in Las Vegas, but not an NBA team. Yet, at least. You said yet? I think down the road, I think there will be a team there. I just don't. What when it happens, I don't, when it happens, or who it could be, I really don't know. Mm, okay. it, I think it, it's something that could happen because you got an NHL team there, you got a WNBA team there, you're gonna have an NFL team there. No, oh, that'll be an interesting story later on on this show when we talk about the Oakland Raiders. You do know that for about a month and a half, they have no home games in Oakland. Yeah, I, I think I do remember hearing about that. And a couple of their home games are actually in London. Yeah. Yeah, I think the NFL is trying to wean them off of Oakland just a little bit. Yeah. But it'll do it for this uh, segment of the NBA. Make sure you check out our podcast, always on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WXGT's after further review on SoundCloud with a picture of Frank Bashner and the horse's head. Uh, we're still waiting for the tower to be fixed here at WXUT so we could be on the airwaves in the city. But you can listen to us, I guess, on our Radio Flag app. And, like I said, we're on iTunes and on SoundCloud. On iTunes, by the way, is just after further review, but the same picture of Frank Baster and the horse's head. Coming up next, how far or is too far when fans interfere in the game? You got a majority owner getting fined $500,000. And Which, banned. And banned for a year. Yeah. But then you got Drizzy <laughs> trying to rub shoulders with the coach. Me and Frank will debate that next yeah. here on 88.3 After Further. Any teasers from you, Franklin? Well, 
we'll see if uh, the door should swing both ways here or not. <laughs> the door swings both ways. Wow. Okay. We'll have that and more as we close the door on this segment and open up a door to another segment that might swing both ways. Well played. <laughs> 88 point WXUT. I have to further review back after this. <laughs> 